I'm Vin LeBate. And I'm Melanie Dunn. And this is Rare Candy. A Pokemon podcast. So last time we uh, went through Olivine City and did whatever it is that we did there last time. I remember it, I swear. Uh, This time we are heading to the beach and then over the sea to the other beach. Uh, We're heading to Cyanwood City uh, via routes 40 and 41. Yeah, and as we record this today, Hurricane Irma has devastated uh, Florida. But um, I went to the beach today, Hammonasset Beach here in Connecticut, and it was actually quite pleasant because it's it's September 10th, so it's post-Labor Day. And um, it was not that hot and not a lot of people. So not as horrible as I thought it might be. I had to bring the kids. Um, it was good. I like the beach under those conditions. Yeah, I like the beach in like the, the late, late summer, early autumn where it's too cool for the regular beachgoers to want to be there. And I can just look at the ocean and notice how terrifying it is. Yeah, that's fun. And we're going to talk about some terrifying sea creature Pokemon today. Uh, that you wish you would encounter yes. at the beach, but you'll probably only find hermit crabs and jellyfish. Sad for us. Yeah. I like hermit crabs. Yeah, those are fun. There's a lot of shells that wash yeah. up from the tide, high tide on a Hammonasset, and you can find little hermit shell crabs, um, you know, shells that they discard. However that works, I don't know. Yeah, um, last beach I was at was at Cape Cod, and it was mostly the... Uh, shells and occasional carcass of uh, horseshoe crabs. Oh, those are fun. I like those. Yeah. Oh, I wish those were Pokemon. Um, You could just put them in a little ball and attack. But no, they're just boring. Yeah. Just look at them at the beach. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so on to the actual thing. Uh, Heading west out of Olivine City, we are on Route 40, which is, again, starts at a nice beach. Uh, You can head north into a structure there, which is the gateway to the Battle Frontier, which is not open. So we can't actually do anything there. But it's worth noting where it is. For later. Yes. Um, There's already a guy standing in line waiting for it to open. But uh, we are not going to go down that road with him. Because time doesn't actually advance if we're not doing anything. Right. Uh, So instead, we will head to the sea. Uh, And by returning to the sea, we are going to find some old uh, friends. Uh, The sea is teeming with Tentacool and Tentacruel here. Uh, And you can fish for Staryu and Krabby if you want to uh, replace your uh, HM slave. Yeah, I want a Staryu. I don't have one of those yet. Yeah, Staryu is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that one. Yep. Um you can surf on south. This is a north-south section of the sea. And there's a few trainers in here. There's also a small island you can find on the the eastern side of the sea uh, where you will find a TM. That's TM-88, Pluck. Uh, Pluck is a move that does 60 damage, but more importantly, steals and eats your target's berry. So if your opponent is using berries, uh, they're screwed. 
And then do you get the power of the berry? Like, yeah. yeah, you take it and then whatever its property is, you get the benefit of. But you can't save the berry. You got it. it your Pokemon eats it right away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which can okay. be a double-edged sword if it's one of those berries that has a flavor you don't like and causes your Pokemon to become confused. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, that's true because of all the different natures and, yeah. Interesting. And the flavors and such. Yep. Uh, if you use a uh, if you use the dowsing machine here on the same spot, you can find a hyper potion. Actually, you don't necessarily have to use the machine, but it's right on that same spot. And a good place to practice your machine. Good. Yep. Um, once you've gathered that, you can head straight on south to the place where it gets more interesting. Route 41. Route 41 uh, heads west. And you'll immediately notice that it's got some islands, which are all blocked off by big whirlpools, which we cannot cross. Hmm. Here, the sea life gets much more diverse. Uh, you're going to encounter, if you have heart gold, you'll be encountering Mantine, which is that big uh, flying manta ray. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's also worth noting that this is the version of Mantine that doesn't have the little remorade stuck to it. Oh, right. They've changed the, the sprites by now. Um, and you can also do some deep sea fishing to bring up Shelter and also a new Pokemon, Chinchu. Cute. The angler Pokemon. Yes, this might be our first water electric type. I don't think we've encountered that combination before. I don't think we have. And that's really interesting because do those two just cancel each other out? Like, very interesting. Yeah. Um, Chincho comes with a couple of handy abilities. Uh, it can have either, well, one handy and one situational. Uh, it can have Illuminate, which increases the encounter rate of wild Pokemon if Chinchu is at the front of your party, which, you know, has its ups and downs. Uh, but it can also come with Volt Absorb, which uh, heals it instead of taking damage from electrical attacks. Wow. So that's pretty great. It's like magic. Uh, and it's I also know. a cute little anglerfish. Yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> It's it's got weird screw yeah. eyes. Like it looks like you could put a Phillips screwdriver in there. Like you know the top of a yeah. little screw. Um, that's pretty cute. Yeah, it definitely looks pretty dazed, but uh, in a cute way. And its Pokedex information is all pretty boring though. Um, it's all just about how it makes lights and zaps things. What kind of move set? You can pretty do you much get? get from the concept. Yeah. What? What? Did um, you have one? I did catch one. Uh, it's got a pretty solid mix of, you know, what you'd expect from water and electric. Um, it also does, uh, can come with Confuse Ray, which is a, a ghost type move that causes confusion. Uh, yeah, it's got a pretty solid mix of, uh, of electric and water moves. And of course you can teach it things like surf if you want to get around. And I think, does it evolve into Lantern with a U, which is... Yes. Yeah, it looks just yep. like it, but it's like a blobby whale fish looking thing with the angler stuff off its head. It looks a lot happier. It's got yep. big open eyes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Lantern. More cheerful. Light Pokemon. Very interesting. Right. Okay. Oops. All right. Cool. I like it. Um, and you can sort of head west through this maze of 
blocked off islands to reach Sayanwood City, the port of crashing waves, which is a cute little beach town. Uh, all the the little houses have these nice blue tiled roofs, um, and you can see seaweed. I think it's seaweed uh, drying on racks on the beach. So all in all, this seems like a nice place to live. Yeah. What do they do with the seaweed drying on the racks? Like um, it? I'd probably use it for, yeah, for various cooking. Oh, I see it now. You know, but I'm miso like, soup. I didn't know that was seaweed. It just <laughs> looks like I don't know what that was. All right. It took me a minute. I was like, is that clams or something? But seaweed makes the most sense. That seems like a thing you dry in the sun. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, if we head on into the Pokemon Center, we can learn a little bit about what's going on in town. Uh, mostly that the gym leader is a, a sort of hard training fighting, fighting guy who works out under a waterfall. Uh, and also that there is a local maniac we should be on the watch for. Ooh. Which I suppose has a different... Uh, meaning in this game than it would in, say, the regular world <laughs> yeah. when you're told to lo- watch out for a local maniac. Yeah, he's just kind of amusing and amused with himself. Yeah. Um, if you head next door, we're going to find that pharmacy, which is the reason we came to this town. And uh, we can get the pharmacist to give us a secret potion, which we will eventually take back for that Ampharos. But not right now. We've got stuff to do. Yeah, stay sick a little longer. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you can also buy a pretty solid selection of uh, healing items here. So it's a good place to keep in mind when you need to stock up. And I think when you get the secret potion or secret, what what is it called? Is it secret something or other? Secret potion. Secret potion. Okay. He's like, I don't usually let people have this, but you can have it. Because he, like something like that. Yeah, it's very potent. Yeah, it's like, it's like eh, I shouldn't give yeah. this to you. But oh, a sick Pokemon in a lighthouse. Of course. So, you know. Yeah. I guess that's why it's a secret. Yep. Uh, and then west of the pharmacy is the home of the maniac we were just talking about, whose name is Kirk. Um, and apparently, while he is, you know, you're a, a solid Pokemaniac, uh, he's been having kind of a tough time because Silver has come through here and stolen one of Kirk's rare Pokemon. What a jerk. So, Yeah. Um, so he asks us if we can watch out for his other Pokemon for a while, uh, in case that weirdo is still in town and we get a free Pokemon for a little while. It's a shuckle, uh, which according to its, uh, category is a mold Pokemon, which does not seem to be particularly accurate, uh, because it is bug and rock type and is something more like a barnacle, I think. Sort of like a barnacle that looks like a turtle. Yeah, it looks really cute. And I was reading the the notes you typed up on the research of of Shuckle. I'm like, ew, it's not so cute. Um, Because it secretes crap. And it's like kind of nasty. You wouldn't want it, you know, on you, probably. Yeah, it it secretes a fluid that dissolves rock for making its nests. It also likes to store berries in its shell, which it allows to rot and mix with that fluid to form a thick, nasty berry juice. Yeah, and then it gives you the berry, and it's whole, it comes holding the berry juice. I think I fed it to somebody. I think I used it, yeah. too. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Shuckle can come with two different abilities, uh, one of which is Sturdy, which protects it from one-hit one KO moves, and the other of which, uh, going along with that berry thing, is Gluttony, 
which causes it to use berries uh, at 50% hit point loss instead of 25%. So it keeps itself at a higher mm. uh, health level if you're using berries as part of your strategy. Uh, this particular shuckle is named Shucky. Creative. Yep. Uh, and it is holding a berry juice, as we mentioned, which is kind of gross. After you've defeated the gym leader here, you can come back and talk to Kirk again, and he will take Shucky back from you because he feels a little more secure. But if you've been battling with this shuckle and you've increased his happiness a bunch, you get to keep him. That's cool. I Maybe I should do that then because I kind of like having this guy. You can find other shuckles out there, but um, yeah, it's just good to know. Um, I was wondering about when, like, do you ever need to give him back? Because otherwise, because he's like, oh, just just keep, will you hold shuckle? Will you hold this Pokemon for me? And you're like, yeah. And yeah. then it's just sort of vague. It's like, okay, bye. Like forever? Or is there a period of time here? But I guess that's the answer. Yeah, I don't think he ever comes after you. I think it's just until you talk to him again. Right. So you can just ignore him and keep this Forever. weird barnacle <laughs> monster as long as you like. And then he'll never trust you. Now he now he hates silver. Now he hates you. <laughs> yeah. You're almost worse than silver because you manipulated him into getting a giving you a free Pokemon. But oh, well. Yeah, it turns out uh, we were not the hero after all. Uh, but if we head north from the Shuckle House... We can, uh, what can we do here? Uh, we'll find a house that just has some people who want to tell us a bit more about the local island whirlpool ecology. And it turns out they think a Pokemon is involved in that whole setup. Who would have guessed? I know. Shock. Uh, but if we had north from there, we can find the home of Cameron the photographer, who I don't, I feel like we must have mentioned at one point, but who has popped up in a few different places to take our picture with our Pokemon. Yeah, so it's like Nurse Joy who has like 50 cousins named Joy. Yeah, the uh, the sign out here and the uh, the gentleman inside make it sort of confusing as to whether there is one Cameron the photographer or several. And I sort of get the impression there might be several. But you stop caring almost immediately because the photographers aren't really yeah. all that interesting. Like, I don't really want a picture. I just don't care. I keep my um my what my meganium keeps picking up things like little shells and rocks and feathers to dress up with and put in the fashion case. I'm like not interested. It's like thanks, but oh. I don't know. I'm not into taking pictures of Pokemon. I just want to battle and get badges and stuff. Yeah. Also, the the pictures are not that good. Very impressive. They're all very low resolution. In the later games, that, that whole mechanic gets a little deeper and more complex mm, okay. and more functional. But at the moment, yeah, not super involving. Um, if we head a little farther north to get to this sort of north end of town where things are a little more uh, rough, there's a bunch of smashable rocks here, which is uh, the other place you can find wild shuckles. Yeah, those are those are fun. And fun crabbies. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that you'll immediately notice as you walk in this direction is that uh, Suicune is here just sort of lounging. And if you attempt to approach it, it will do the thing that it always does, which is run away. Yeah, Suicune. I, I like this is fun. This is this feels like real plot advancement here. You get excited, feel that adrenaline rush. He runs out and then then you encounter yep. Yusin, who is 
obsessed with stalking sweet coon. I always said a name wrong. Sweet coon. Got it. Yeah, it's it's one of the less. You seem sounds ones. a lot like sweet coon. To be fair, so. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a purposeful. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he's going to challenge us to a battle because he wants one of us at least to prove that they will be worthy of catching the beast. It's kind of psycho. It's like now I must battle you. It's like no, go away. But you know yeah. you'll do it, so it's fine, and you'll win. It's not that bad of a battle. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, he's got a drowsy, a haunter, and an electrode, uh, which is a fairly diverse and interesting team. But there's only three of them, and you've got six, so it's not really too challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you've defeated him, you can check out the other thing that's up here, which is the home of a nice old lady who no one comes to visit anymore. Um, because in uh, regular gold and silver, she is the Pokemon seer. Uh, and she has a function where she tells you where and when you met your Pokemon. But since that data is sort of built into uh, your interface in this version of the game, she's just sitting here reminiscing about all her weird adventures. Poor Pokemon seer. She she was put out of business by technology. Yeah, she seems pretty content, though. She's retired. Okay. Yeah. The other notable thing here before we hit to the gym is that there's a cave in the uh, in the rock face here that leads to the safari zone, which is also not open yet, but that's where it will be eventually. Hooray. Yes. Uh, but once we've checked everything out, it's time to head to the gym because, you know, why do we go back to healing a sick Pokemon when we could fight a dude? Uh, a lady outside the gym will uh, tell you that maybe you should check back with her after you've uh, taken on uh, this particular endeavor, uh, and she might have a little something for you. So that's good to make note of. Uh, but inside, we will find a sort of unusual vista uh, of a big, beefy gentleman standing under a waterfall, because this is Chuck, and this is how he trains. He fights the waterfall. Now, is that a thing? I is does that is that practice traceable back to some sort of martial arts? Because tra- I I swear I've seen that somewhere yes. else. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing in like in like some kung fu movies and manga where people like punch up the waterfall. It's a Street Fighter thing, actually. Oh, okay. It's in uh, it's how Ryu trains in Street Fighter, I think. Right. Uh, you sort of punch up the waterfall for resistance. Uh, and since the waterfall is falling on Chuck's head, he is not able to notice us until we do something about it. So we get to fight our way through his various uh, trainee acolytes who are decently challenging, um, but they're all loaded up with fighting Pokemon. So we should know how to deal with that for the most part by now uh, until we can hit a switch and raise the waterfall and fight Chuck. And it turns out I at least found Chuck to be pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, because of the focus punch. Yeah, uh, Chuck only has two Pokemon, uh, Primeape that's level 29 and a Poliwrath that's level 31, which is pretty high level compared to at least my Pokemon. Uh, and they're both uh, uh, they're both using uh, a lot of focus punch, which is interruptible, 
Um, the way focus punch works is you use it and then it goes off at the end of the turn. And if you're attacked in the meantime, it's disrupted. But uh, both of those Pokemon have abilities that will prevent you from hitting them. Uh, Polyrath uses Hypnosis, which will put you to sleep. And Primeape uses Double Team, which will make it so you can't hit it. And one or two of those focus punches will take you down. Yeah, I don't remember who I use. I Now, I do remember Togetic, which I think you and I both did the same strategy here. Because that little egg dude evolving into yeah. Togetic gets extrasensory, and that's really helpful. It's a strong psychic move, psychic attack. Um, so that helps. I don't remember who else I used, but yeah, it was pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, my Quilava has learned Swift at this point. Oh, that's a good which one. Which is one of those moves that never misses. Yeah. So that was pretty good for dealing with the Primeape, because I could just sort of wheedle it down and all its attacks would fail. Yeah, uh, but this is a tricky gym that I had to come back to a couple of times. Yeah, I think I was Because the rest of my Pokemon were just not... Yeah, not leveled up enough. That's the danger of that, too. Yeah. So if you haven't been using that that, that uh, Togetic, what, oh, to, it starts as Togepi, and if you haven't used it much, you might be at a disadvantage um, here. Because the other yeah. Psychic type, unless you haven't... Abra is kind of weak, and then I have a Drowsy. I haven't used him much, so yeah. Yeah, the rest of my Pokemon were just too underleveled to be helpful here. They would all go down in one hit. I know. Even if they're like one or two levels lower, I feel like they still are very vulnerable. Like you have to be above the 29, 31, you know, 30 level. Yeah. So. Yep. So uh, do some training before you tangle with Chuck. Uh, But if you do manage to take him down, which you should eventually or you're not going to be going anywhere... You get the Storm Badge, which lets you control Pokemon up to level 70 and use Fly outside of battle, which is always the best thing to be able to use. Yeah, you're really going to need that. Well, I really needed it because I never got an Abra, so I had no um, teleport ability to even go back to the Mm -hmm. last Pokemon Center. So I was like, oh, man, I'm walking so much. And then you head out after he gives you his words of wisdom and you head outside and you talk to that lady again. And very conveniently, she gives you fly. So you're like, yay, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out she's Chuck's wife. And she's pretty pleased that you've uh, broken him out of his constant training loop. Uh, So she's going to give you a pretty valuable item. Uh, she says something. I just went back to talk to her now, and she says something about, "Oh, my husband lost you, and he needs to work harder, and it's because he's chubby." No, she says that's good since he was getting a little chubby. It's like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna leave your marriage to you two to figure out. Kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, not a counselor, just a child. Um, so that's it for uh, all the big activities here in Sandwood City. Uh, is there anything else we need to touch on? Um, I don't think so. What are we doing next week? Safari Zone open yet? Or I don't know. I lost the order. Uh, no, I think next week we have to head um, back to um, back to Olivine City. Oh, that's right. The and medicine. heal up that Ampharos <laughs> and uh, see where we go from there. I just have no feeling for the sick Pokemon. I'm like, eh, I got the medicine. I'm just going to take off for a while. All right. We'll do that. We'll heal yeah. the, the Pokemon. Uh, so if you're enjoying the show, the best way to, to support us is to just help spread the word. Tell your friends and share some links. 
uh, and stop by Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever you prefer and leave us a rating and a review so that new people can find us. Yeah, and for updates and other fun stuff, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Rare Candy Podcast and on Twitter and Pinterest at Rare Candy Pod. Uh, and if you have any questions, corrections, or Pokemon stories, you can reach us directly at rarecandypodcast at gmail.com. And remember, all girls leave home someday. It's said so on TV.